I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter Larry. In episode number 32, we are here uh, on this beautiful Tuesday here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we got a bit of a shorter episode this week, but it's going to be a great one. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, Sam, let's get right to it. Uh, starting off with the MLB, the Braves had a nice week on the field going 2-2. Two and two. However, Braves outfielder Marcel Azona was arrested and then released on charges of aggravated assault and battery. Uh, he had to post a $20,000 bond. Really real. Um, Sam, I know you're not the huge, the biggest uh, Braves fan, but how should we uh, like reintegrate and you know reaccept athletes uh, who do things like in this nature? Um, I don't know because it happens in every sport. Um, I th- I feel like it's it's usually too easy for uh, players to get back to where they once were after breaking the law, so I think it, it needs to be made more difficult. Okay. And uh, one more question I got for you. Um, should his play on the field be able to make up for what he did, or do you want to see some actions, you know, off the field, like, you know, apologizing or speaking out against domestic violence, you know? What do you what do you want to see? What would you want to see from people who do things like this uh, to help you almost, like, for you to be able to forgive them for what they did? Um... Yeah, I think definitely uh, apologies is probably the least uh, or the the lowest thing that he could do. Um, and then definitely other stuff like public service or just, like you said, speaking out against uh, stuff like that. But we'll see. Yeah, all will be remain to be said. Uh, he has not reentered you know, with the team yet, but he has been released from jail. Uh, as of this morning, so uh, we'll we'll continue to cover that story as it develops. Uh, but moving on into a little bit about PJ Tour slash uh, NFL mix. So Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers will take on Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady in the match. You know, Capital One does this. You know, it feels like every once every like nine months now on July sixth, and uh, there's a bit of a beef going on between Bryson DeChambeau and uh, Brooks Kepka. They've been calling each other out on social media. There's a moment and during the PJ Championship, all that's going on. And then on top of that, you got Aaron Rodgers, who has not been showing up at the uh, like the offensive training camps for the Packers. He was in Hawaii this past week. You know, now he's doing this golf match. You know, Sam, if you're a Packers fan, I know you're not, but like, where do you think that his, do you think that Aaron just does not want to play for the Packers no matter what, or is he holding out? Like, what do you think his position is here? Um. I just think he doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore. Um, I don't really think there's much more to say about it uh, other than he's disappointed with the management, I guess. Um, but we'll see about that. You know, it, I mean, he has a, had a great career with the Packers. You know, they drafted a quarterback, obviously, this year. That obviously didn't make him very happy. But um, you got to do what you got to do. And I think that if I was in a situation, I don't really like what he's doing. Um, obviously management could be bad, but just be open, you know, don't just avoid the team. You should still show up, I think, to like the training camps and just say, I want to be traded, you know, the management, just say that openly. And um, I don't think he needs to, you know, say anything 
else, but I need a trade right now. And I think holding out isn't the best move because, I mean, the Packers, they're going to move on with as business, business as usual, no matter whether he's there or not. So I think the only person who's hurting him is himself. So I think he just has to be open with the management and, you know, the media and just say, I want to trade. And if that's what he wants, uh, I think he will get it um, at some point in this offseason. Uh, but moving on uh, to the NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, are, are down 1-0 in their series with the Tampa Bay Lightning as they are in the, currently in the conference semifinals of their playoff bracket. Uh, not a lot of people uh, watch a lot of hockey around here, but that's just something to note. You know, they were in the conference finals last year, uh, but they're playing the defending champions, so I bet that'll be tough for them. Uh, but, Sam, any final thoughts on these uh, other sports topics before we move on to the NBA? Nope. All right, that is going to do it for other sports segment. And coming up next, we got a jam-packed uh, NBA segment. Every series has played four games, uh, and either is wrapped up, looking like a pretty good series, or it looks like, you know, if a team's up 3-1 in the NBA, you know it's pretty much over. But, um, you know, a lot of exciting things happened over the weekend. Let's get you caught up real quick. And uh, starting with our first series, we got the Sixers and the Wizards. The Sixers blew out the Wizards almost 30 points in Game 3. But the Wizards, after Joel Embiid goes down in the third quarter, come back and get a win in Game 4. Um, Joel Embiid will have an MRI on uh, Tuesday, which is today. Um, and uh, in the fourth quarter, the Wizards went to an interesting strategy, Hack-a-Ben, obviously a la Hack-a-Shack, uh, and fouled Ben Simmons every time down the floor in the fourth quarter. Uh, he has shot 5-20 from the line of the series. So if Joel Embiid's not here, Sam, um, do you like this strategy, you know, fouling a terrible free-throw shooter every time in the fourth quarter? Um... I mean, if it works, then yeah, but I mean, it's an incredibly annoying uh, strategy, if you will call it a strategy. So would you say that this kind of a strategy is disrespectful to the game? Oh yeah, very disrespectful. I'm going to have to take a different route here. I think that this is this is brilliant, you know. I think that poor free throw shooters should be punished um, because, I mean, basketball, if you can't shoot a basketball, you shouldn't you know, be considered a great player, and they should put they should punish uh, poor free throw shooters. Um, obviously, you know, fouling every time in the game makes it terrible to watch. But the Wizards probably it was like six times in a row in the fourth quarter, which was interesting because it got to the point where they said we're going to stop, and then the Sixers just did not pass Ben Simmons the ball, so they were getting in their head a little bit. And I think it's using the rules to your advantage. Some people might like not like that, like Sam said. But uh, we'll see what uh, goes on if uh, Joel Embiid is cleared to play uh, for Game 5. That game, I think, is on uh, tomorrow. So we'll see how that shakes out. And moving on to the Nets versus Celtics series. Um, obviously, like we talked about, Jason Tatum had a huge game in Game 3. But the Nets come back. Their big three uh, dropping 101 points in Game 4. Um, but an interesting uh, side note, another fan interaction. So... Um, 
after the game, Kyrie Irving, he kind of like stepped, he stomped his foot and like kind of smeared it into the head of the leprechaun in the middle of the Celtics court, um, like Bill Lambeer used to do. And when he was walking off the court, a Boston fan decided to throw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. He did not hit his head, but it came pretty close uh, to hitting his afro. And so, Sam, uh, who is at fault here? Um, I'd say both are at fault, but more more so the the fan, just because I mean that's that's just kind of extra to throw something at somebody. Um, it's kind of like the old Clemson South Carolina games, but that's besides the point. Um, I think you still have to blame Kyrie a little bit because that's that's just kind of you looking for some drama. Um, I don't really, I don't really like that. All right. Well, um, I have, you know, we obviously got to talk about in the Wizards game, um, a fan ran out of the court. Uh, he tried to attempt to tackle, uh, Ben Simmons. He was stopped by the uh, police at the game and he was banned from the arena. So in the past week, that makes it five fans who have gotten into some sort of altercation, um, with the players in the NBA and have either been banned from the arena or arrested. And so, Sam, is this a good thing or a bad thing uh, for the NBA? Um, I've, I don't know. I feel like it could have something to do with um, the pandemic uh, just because people aren't used to going back to games. Right. Um. I, I do think that it's an issue and they need to look into it, but I think that you could put some of the blame on uh, the pandemic. I mean, that's understandable, but I think that uh, people need to be a little bit more respectful of the players. Um, you know, you're not really in the game when you're a fan, but I do agree that I think the pandemic has played a role in, you know, being back, you know, people get a little excited, you know. When you're throwing a water bottle at your TV, it's different than actually throwing a water bottle yeah. at Kyrie Irving. But um, moving on uh, with these series, you got the Bucks completing their suite of the Heat. Um, they won these games by an average margin of 20.5 points. Defensively, they dominated the Heat, uh, completely flipping the script from last year. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. That's all you got to say. Um, interesting to see. Obviously, Brooklyn looks like the next opponent. The Celtics, not out yet. Um, but definitely down. And then uh, uh, moving on, you got the Knicks also going down 3 1 to the Hawks. Uh, Julius Randle has averaged 17 points and 11 rebounds. So that's good. But he's only shooting the ball 27% from the field. And so coming up, game five on uh, Wednesday, tomorrow. Sam, do you think Julius Randle should say, you know, I'm the man, I'm the leader of this team, which he rightfully is, and say, I'm still taking my shots, I'm doing my thing? Or do you think he should say, I'm going to distribute and let the other guys you know, take over because I'm not playing well? Um, I think you have to do what's best for the team, and maybe him taking over is best for the team in his mind. But um, I think I think you really have to play team basketball, um, and that's more important than you know. So I think I think you should distribute. Um, I'm gonna disagree with you here, Sam. I think that Julius Randle, he's the best player on this team. He deserves to be there, and I think he should continue to shoot his shots. You know, obviously the crowd in New York is going to be pretty, uh, you know, intense. So I think that they're going to win this game, uh, even if Julius Randle does not play well. So, uh, you know, obviously got to work things out. They're down 3-1. They got two games at home, potentially. 
Uh, but they got to win game five. It's a must win. You know, season on the line. We'll see how it shakes out. And moving on to the West, uh, you got the Jazz going up 3-1 on the Grizzlies last night. Uh, the Jazz, you know, shooting the ball tremendously from the field. Uh, Sam, do the Grizzlies have any shot, or do you see this as a, a gentleman sweep, a 4-1 Jazz victory? Yeah, I think I think the Jazz are going to take it. I don't really give uh, Memphis a chance at all. Completely agree with you there. And uh, Sam called it the most interesting series to watch, and it has been so far. The Suns versus the Lakers, you know, a lot of pushing and shoving in this series. Very physical, very defensive. Um, and it is tied 2-2 after the Suns win game four. A tough one on victory. Um, but Anthony Davis, early in the second half, goes down with a groin injury. And he is doubtful to play in game five. So, Sam, i got to ask you the question. Uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, and Draymond Green, any other thoughts on this uh, last night in the uh, in like the whole media verse of sports? And they said, you know, he should not Anthony Davis, even if he's, you know, you know, fifty percent he should not play. He should wait for game five and try to rest up uh, for the last two games because you don't need to win game five, obviously. It's two two. Um, so you think if Anthony Davis has any chance to play, should he play this game five? Um I I think that uh they're right. There's no really point in playing this game. Um so, yeah, why would you? Well, uh, I will admit that the Lakers look pretty terrible without Anthony Davis. You know, no scoring LeBron. He's an all-around player. And uh, I think if they're going to win game five, the Lakers need to look to LeBron and say, you know, you got to score a lot, and you got to score a lot more than you have been because we can't just have you giving us, you know, 20 and 10. We need you to get us, you know, we're like 30 and 5. So, Interesting to see how that game plays out. That game is tonight on TNT. That's the 10 o'clock game. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch it. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, but moving on uh, to the Nuggets and Trailblazers. Uh, you know, the series is tied 2-2. Hasn't been a very interesting game so far. Um, so who you got? Just a straight-up pick them, Sam. Who do you, who you have in this uh, fifth game? Um, that's tough. Uh. I'm going to go with the Clippers. I'm, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, but I'm going to go with the Clippers. Yeah, um, it's been so interesting in the series. You know, um, we have just, you know, two teams that are struggling. You know, obviously, either team is one at home. And so I think the Clippers will win as well. But who do you think um, really holds the momentum now? Because but neither of these teams have won at home. Um... That's a tough question too. Um, this is the one series that I have not seen a game of, um, so I've, I mean I got to think that the Clippers, assuming they win, right. have momentum. Um, but we'll see. I um, just to give my take, I think that the Clippers definitely hold the momentum. You know, Luca is ailing a little bit. I mean, he's playing, obviously, but he's got some, like, tape on his shoulder. And, I mean, the Clippers, they really responded. I did, I think they – I thought they might be, like, swept, you know, after what they, after what they displayed, uh, you know, in those first two games. But uh, we'll see how it all pans out. And uh, the last series, the Nuggets against the Trailblazers, you know, hasn't been many, you know, interesting games like the Clippers and Mavericks series. So, I mean – 
I, I, me and Sam can both tell you, I have no idea who's going to win game five. You know, just get your popcorn out. Either Damian Lillard or the Joker, you know, they're going to step up, but it's been so inconsistent this whole series. And that's the Wild Wild West, you know. But they got three series at 2 2. In the East, uh, no series at 2 2. So, Sam, um, you said that the Suns and Lakers would be the most interesting series to watch, and they totally have lived up to it. Um, but that is all, that's all we got um, for our NBA uh, coverage here. So, Sam, any final thoughts uh, before we uh, close out this episode? Nope. All right, that is going to do it um, for this uh, NBA coverage and episode number 32 of Carter Lowry, and uh, you'll hear us with an NBA update. Um,